0: So Remy French, <laughs> yeah. welcome to the Share Chair. Thank that's you. Well, cool. let's get into it. How? What? What kind of colleges have you applied to? What have you done? Um,
1: my number one is Wesleyan University, and that's in Connecticut. So it's really far away. Not really far, but far enough from Michigan. Uh, I really want to leave Michigan. <laughs> I mean in perspective you know it's safe for families and it's we have lake michigan which no one else has you know i mean freshwater lakes like that but just like the overall atmosphere here and i'm just i mean just the fact that you have to go so far to get places like Mm -hmm. i mean And there's so much you're not having. Like, there isn't a Whole Foods on the west side of the state, which sounds really weird, but I love Whole Foods. And Wesleyan University is exactly two hours from downtown New York City and downtown Boston. Mm -hmm. So, Mm. and it's only 20 minutes from Hartford, so the airport's right there, too. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, really easy access to get wherever, you know, because you can go to Boston for, like, um, you know, you can see baseball games or football games or... Whatever you wanted to do, or mm-hmm. any type of activity like that, or like New York has Broadway, and yeah. I mean it's New York City, it's, New York and city. And yeah. it's got everything. Yeah.
0: So that's the draw to the big city. And what are you thinking of studying uh, when you get to college?
1: Um, well, it's not as much of the big city as much of it is like having options, because um, Middletown is where Wesleyan is, and it's actually smaller. Um, it's like, the college itself is 3,000 people. So it's not it's not as much of like big city. It's just more of access to stuff. I want to double major in economics and neuroscience. Um, I just really liked economics as a whole. So I wanted to do that. Um, I've known Matt since I took econ in 10th grade. And then um, neuroscience um, is actually going to help me. I want to go to law school after college, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And uh, neuroscience is going to help me get into law school <laughs> because I want to study how like, the brain works and um, go into seeing if there's ways you can improve lie detector tests through like, brain waves and how neurons function.
0: So what draws you to law?
1: Um, my parents divorced when I was five or six. And we lived in North Carolina at the time. And it was kind of weird because I was the only kid in my school that had divorced parents i think wow. or or because um, i did go to a private school then and i mean at least up through k through third grade i was the only kid mm-hmm. and I, no one even knew what it was i mean i was only i just described it as like my parents don't live together because that's what it was to me you know and but they stayed really good friends for a really long time and then um when we moved back to Michigan, they both moved back. My dad remarried and there were a bunch of issues, so they went through a custody battle and that's kind of when they started not being friends. But throughout the custody battle, I kind of never had a say on like what I wanted. It was just like people fighting in court over making decisions for me. And at this point, I'm like 10 or 11. So I know what's going on, you know, I'm really aware. And I just never really got a say in what was going on, and so um, I just want other people to be heard and to know that, like, other people can have a voice. I like arguing. making <laughs> I like making really good arguments. And, and the fact, that's, that's really what drew me towards law was being able to give people a voice, but I also like to make really good arguments.
0: Would you mind um, talking about the impact of the divorce then it sounds like it's had quite an impact on what you even want to do but uh, you know as of now as a what are you 18 now
1: almost almost Uh, 18 year old so yeah February 3rd I'll be 18 the the divorce itself back when I was like five wasn't really a big deal Um, it was just kind of they separated they were always really good friends like they we would all still go out to dinner every once in a while and you know my dad traveled a lot so he wasn't around a lot even, even from the beginning. I mean, even when they were together, he traveled for his job. So he was come and go. Um, and so it was kind of the same thing. I mean, it, was, it really, in retrospect, a lot didn't change except that there were just two houses now because my dad wasn't around a lot to begin with. And when he was around, I did spend time with him. So, and that's kind of how it was from the beginning, even in the marriage. In retrospect, both parents didn't handle it correctly, but there's also not a good way for each parent to handle certain aspects. Back then, um, it did have a huge impact because I was torn, you know? I. Didn't get to see my dad a lot, but I always loved him and grown up with him. Things that happened at home were off, even like everyday situations where you'd get in a fight with one of the parents, you know. Even if it's not a big deal, but you just like get upset and you need space or whatever. Something like that would come up in court, like, oh well you two had a, a disagreement and... I mean, it's crazy how things can be nitpicked and turned against one parent or the other it was very negative on me at the time in the end i did i do spend more time with my mom and it's still court ordered that way but now that i'm almost 18 they kind of just let me decide for myself what i want to do where i want to live and it, it i mean it did hurt you know it hurt a lot and um but things have been settling down more um now that i'm older and now I can make decisions for myself.
0: How does this, do you think, like, play into that? How does this um, influence your relationships, would you say?
1: Um, At the the time of the the whole custody battle, I did become more aggressive as as a person. And um, I do recognize that, and I do recognize that some of the people that I knew back then called me a bully, I do notice that I'm still kind of aggressive, and I really try and work on that as a person um, to not come off like that and to not, you know, be super sarcastic and mean. It was very obvious before when you were speaking in the beginning, like, how your frustration with the sleepiness of West Michigan, and that's super oh, yeah. relatable for all teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what are the advantages and disadvantages of growing up in a place not as modern as New York or something? Oh, I mean overall safety would probably be the number one thing yes there are still things that happen there are things that happen everywhere i mean you can't really avoid that the area is really really nice i mean people people in michigan don't really realize um what they have like my my grandma brings her friends to michigan quite often to show them around and they think Lake Michigan, you, they think you can see Chicago. Mm-hmm. They they think that you can see across Lake Michigan and see Chicago. And, and we're like, no, it's an, it's an ocean. It's, like, it's pretty much an ocean out here. That's something that we take advantage of. I mean, people in Spring Lake go boating every summer. And there are people in Kansas who would never even imagine seeing water, fresh water as big as an ocean. And I don't, I'm not a very conservative yeah. person, which happens to be a lot of West Michigan, which is okay. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. I have nothing wrong with people being conservative. Not, It's nice to be around other people who think more towards the same way that you would, you know.
0: Question about law- lawyering. Do oh, yeah. you think you do, you, do you have a tendency or a leaning toward prosecution or defense?
1: You know, I've thought about that, and it would be... It would be defense, but not for a criminal purpose. Um, I want to defend other kids that were like me. If I truly believe someone's innocent in a criminal case, I would defend them. But I, because one of the first rules is to your lawyer, you have to tell them if you're, if you did it or not, because they need to know, you know, how to approach things. And I knew they were guilty. I personally don't think I could bring myself to, to defend something like that. I mean that's that's really difficult. And so I would probably lean more towards like family defense and giving people voices. I really just wanna fight for someone who is strongly believes in yeah. in yeah, whatever it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome, Remy. Thanks so much for being on the share chair. Thank Anytime. you. Cool.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new one. Also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates at The Share Chair. And if you're interested in having a piece of your writing or an experience shared on the podcast, contact Elise McGannon at two zero three-five zero five at springlakestudents.org.